Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Famula One. I'm your host, Jamie. I'm here with my sister, Jack. Hi, everybody. We missed you so much last week. Sorry for the late announcement of no episodes. Uh, you know, what a week to not have an episode. It's not like anything big happened. Yeah, so. we didn't miss anything. So I think, you know, it was a good time to not have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. A great, perfect timing for a little break. Um, love that for us. Um, obviously, we are being a bit facetious with that. We had several stories come out, some expected, some not so expected. We had several car launches. Mm -hmm. Things are just really kicking it into high gear. We are full speed headed into this season. Um, Season's getting silly already. Yeah, yeah, which I think, you know, we sort of expected, right? We have tons, if I think almost, if not more than half the grid has contracts up in 2024. So we knew that this year was going to be a little bit interesting, but it is starting sooner than expected. Um, But to kick things off, we did have four car launches. So we had starting it off with Haas. They had their car launch on the same day that some pretty big news came out, unfortunately. So Haas yeah, rough for Haas. <laughs> a bit overshadowed. And we will get to that yeah. big news. I, yeah. I'm sure it is what you're all thinking. We, we will get yeah. there. Um, but as far as the Haas launch, car looks like a Haas. Yeah. Not much to note there. What I will note, though, is the new team principal, Ayo Komatsu, said during the car launch that he expects to be 10 in the construction. Yeah. Honestly, I like this strategy. I am in for this. I do this all the time. Set yourself up for the lowest possible so anything above is a celebration. Like, I, I'm i into it. Love it. I um, It just in, ignited a rage inside of me because of another piece of news that we'll get to. <laughs> later this episode regarding another American team and yeah. about how uh, they quote unquote wouldn't be competitive. So that really, it, it, I I was just on hater mode. Um, but, you know, I think it helps to be honest. I wonder how the sponsors felt about that. Yeah. It looks also like the car does, because I saw a side by side of last year's car and then this year's car. The only real difference I can really see in the car is things are more like rounded, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like they are expecting to be all that faster. No. So. N- nope. We'll see. Um, I, uh, Matt and Tommy from P1 with Matt and Tommy uh, said that actually the order of the car launches could be the like championship (laughs) that would be hilarious which tracks because our next car launch was um sober yeah who we have been speculating since they launched the annoying stake name that i personally (laughs) don't use um that we've been speculating oh is it going to be green now and boy is it green yeah wow also, just like a lot of black. Um, I have a lot of these cars are going to look the same on that track. I had the same comment last year. 
I feel like they're all just moving to this, like, I, I believe it's all just exposed carbon, mm. meaning that the car's lighter, which good for you. But like, let's get some painted cars. Come on, everybody. Yeah. Um, Give us a full green, that lime green car. Oh, I would have hated that. <laughs> Their race suits are really quite something. They kind of look like something I would have put like a stick figure in as far as outfit. If I was coloring and only had access um, to highlighters. I saw somebody relate it to Shigo from Kim Possible. So I'm, yes. I'm not, once that was related to that, I was like, okay, I'm in for it. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, not the biggest fan, but as we know, I'm not like the biggest fan of the stake involvement in general. Um, who else is also not a big fan of the stake involvement is uh, Switzerland, where apparently, apparently, allegedly, 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 oh, welcome to Dirty Airs. This, we have not had a Dirty Air segment in We haven't a had a Dirty time. Air in so long. Um, but apparently they stake had told Sauber that they were registered in Switzerland, which was not true. And now mm, there may or may not be legal arbitration happening. So we will see how that goes. Oh, golly. But at least we now have this bright green car that we get to all. Honestly, it kind of just car. is like, it also, it just reminds me of like Lewis is Mercedes car. It's all black. It has his neon color on it. Um, it's like a, you can copy my homework, but do it differently. <laughs> it's like, yeah. In my mind. Yeah. It is Maybe funny I'm just though. on the sober hater train with you, but that's yeah. just kind of what it's giving. And it stinks because me. I love Valtteri and I love Joe. I just don't like their, I don't like their new vibe. I can't wait. Yeah. To be out. Um, yeah. And the fact that it's going to be Audi soon is also throwing me off. I was talking about it with somebody over the weekend and I was like, oh yeah, no, but because I kept wanting to call it Alfa Romeo, but I'm like, it's not Alfa Romeo and everything's just so different and it's messing me up now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Everything, all of the changes, like I, it's going to take me a long time to get used to. Um, another one, which I don't know if we discussed, I think it was, it came out before our No Dumb Questions episode is the new Alpha Tauri team name. Visa Cash App Racing Bull or Visa Cash App RB, um, racing which is bulls. also I don't think it's officially Racing Bull, so I think it's just RB. Is it? It's just RB, which is another like I don't like that. <laughs> Thank God that Danny has his own um, merch line, so I can just wear that. Yeah, and he launched a Valentine's Day one. I don't know if you saw it, but it looks so sick. I did. Um, yeah. Didn't buy anything because. I'm I'm finally getting my money spending under control, but um, but because there's no way I'm wearing that on a t-shirt. I just like it's it's becoming I I don't like it. Why? I don't I, the thing with the thing with Sauber at least is like there's two years of it being stake F1 team kick Sauber uh, all of the things, and then it'll be Audi. This yeah. like is this it now? And it the, seems and pretty definite. Like, like there are obviously other teams that include sponsors in their names. Like Aston Martin's full name is like Aston Martin Cognizant Aramco, but you just call them Aston Martin. Visa, like Stake F1 team is one where they don't even include Sauber in the name, but I'm calling it no, Sauber anyway. You, you're the, I think <laughs> one of the only people just call it Sauber. I, literally, you cannot, like I, 
I have muscled that into my brain so hard. Like it's not going to be steak for me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> really on hater mode. It's because of news that came out that's later in this episode that I already alluded to. I've been really hatering pretty hard ever since. We're talking that a hater. Show. Yeah. Uh, but with the Visa, Visa Cash App RB. Also the fact that it's not just Visa. It's Visa Cash App. Yeah, so it's Cash App, which is owned by Visa. Yeah. So, like, people have been saying, like, it, are they going to call it, like, V-Carb? Ew. No. It's, no. Um, I, I haven't decided, know. like, what I'll refer to it as. Maybe I'll just call it Daniel and Yuki's team. Maybe still just call it. Just go back. Honestly, I'm going to just go Toro backwards. Rosso. I'm yeah. going, yeah, Toro Rosso. Rosso. Yeah. I'm going backwards because yeah. you can't go forward with this. I'm, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, but uh, after that, we had Williams, which mwah, chef's kiss. Loved it. 10 out of yeah. 10. The um, white race suits, I love. The car looks pretty similar to last year's, but you know what? It's painted, so I'll take it. Yeah, the fact that it's different from everybody else's. Um, it's blue. I'm, they I'm kept the fun it. little Duracell guy. I love it. As they should, because that you know, there's that is un like un like properly utilized. What what is it called? Oh God, my brain is not working. But it, it's people do not take advantage of that. There are so yeah. many fun things you can do with that piece of the car for advertising, and they're the only ones that do anything cool with it. We've said this before. We'll say it again. You got to use that intake spot. There's so Dyson, many fun things. Dyson. Dyson. Maybe Call Dyson Audi. That bag. both luxury items. Come to this. I believe you have already pitched. Have in I? The episode with Greg. Yes. Which then resulted in like a 10 minute. Which we had to cut. Aside about Dyson. And I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. But I think (laughs) that it would be out. I think it marketing standpoint wise. I think it's spectacular. It works. Same demographic. I'm I'm here for it. I am excited to see in 2026 what the Audi livery ends up looking like. Because they have that like car design that they use. Or like. Like a livery for an F1 car that they use. That's really cool. It's like reds and grays. Yeah. I, I would assume that they'll plan to stick with that color scheme. So we'll see. Yeah. We've got some time before before we see that. Um, but. Uh, not soon enough. Yeah. Yeah. Not soon enough. We also got. We already got the McLaren livery. But we did get. Did you see this? We got their race suits. I did. It, they've done this race suit before. Um, didn't like it then didn't like it then (laughs) yeah still don't like it the interesting thing with mclaren is they tend to have their liveries pretty similar between um at least i know for a fact between f1 and indycar i would assume Mm -hmm. across other series that they're involved in as well um so we saw essentially the f1 race suits when they did indycar media day a bit ago i hated them then I really don't like them now. <laughs> I I'm, I understand they were trying to do something a little bit different with this like diagonal line. Uh, but again, 
not not a huge fan. Um, I think maybe, you know, very fancy, expensive sport. Let's get some designers involved with uh get Sarah. Sarah. Sarah yeah. who does all of our digital stuff. No, Sarah's ours, but oh. <laughs> they can get their own. <laughs> yeah. No, they they need some help. I mean, I really liked their race suits when they did the chrome and I'll put that in air quotes because it wasn't that much chrome. Um, but I thought it was really cool what they did with the race suits mm -hmm. and co really complimented the car really well. Um, yeah, I don't like them. I McLaren's always, at least this past season, they were really into switching things up race suit wise and livery wise. So I I'm excited to see what they, there's only, again, kind of, you know, like Haas, the only way up there's all, the only way is up from here yeah. because it, it's so bad <laughs> i do not like those race suits um at all if i w was oscar piastro lando norris and i saw that i would be like mm, mm, we'll be wearing that thank you uh, i'll be keeping also the diagonal is just so unflattering oh it would look terrible on me yeah like <laughs> so bad would not help anything at all no i yeah i liked their um blue ones that they did what was that 2021 yeah the blue ones were sick and i understand like they've moved away from that shade of blue yeah so like that but they've really just tried to focus on the orange yeah yeah the blue was sick the blue was so sick yeah uh but speaking of our mclaren boys we did get the lando contract extension which does feel like old news by now but it yeah. did come out pretty recently um, and we also got a Charles Leclerc contract extension finally. That was like, you know, speculated yeah. once a month for the last like two years. Um, so I don't believe for either one, we know really how long those contracts are. They're just saying multi, multi-year. Yeah. So I'd imagine you know, like both of them will be through 2026 at least. I would think so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the ones that we're going to be seeing, a lot of the contract extensions are going to be short, short term. They're not going to be the big long ones. Um, Yeah. I'm not, I mean, are, were you shocked at all by either one of those? No. Um, I don't, I wasn't shocked by Lando. I know there's a ton of rumors about Lando and I'm sure Red Bull took him to a lot of dinners, but. No, um, well, and then after. Yeah, I was, I was not shocked about either one of them. I mean, I feel like we've talked about both of them uh, while there's been rumors and, you know, we've both sort of agreed that there's not really another place for them to go. And I found it interesting after Lando, his announcement came out, he did an interview and he caught some heat for saying that he wouldn't have wanted to go to Red Bull and be teammates with Max. And everyone was like, oh, he's scared. And I'm, I reacted to that. I was like, why are people saying that? It's, this is not, I, I don't know if maybe he is scared. I don't know. I don't know. But he's, why would you go to a team built around a world champion if you want to be a world champion? Yeah. Or leave a team where you are the priority. Right. And go to a team where you, like you said, will not be. The team is not built around you. The team is not, you know, you beat Max one time. You, I mean, you're, you're beating Max. You, they're not, they're going to tell you to let him pass. Like, I mean, and you know, who knows like how that would have right worked out. I just don't think it would have been the right call. Like he's 
in a good spot. McLaren has made fantastic strides over this last year. Yeah. Why leave? Why leave? Um, yeah. So I found that interesting. It also does give me a little bit of hope of like, I mean, maybe because of there's also in his mind, he's like, oh, well, we, you know, even though we started out so, so bad, we finished very, very well. But it does, I think, give me a little bit of hope about what the car is like this year. Definitely. And I, I mean, they started out so badly and it was, I don't know if this was confirmed or if it was rumor. I think it was confirmed that it was basically because they had completely decided to change direction with their development. And so the car that we got like mid to late last season is actually the car. So that means I would be shocked if they start as badly this yeah. year as they did last year. Yeah. I I would hope that they would just where they ended, just build off that. Only time <laughs> will tell, but we'll see. Um, and then in some exciting F1 Academy news, Red Bull Racing has announced that Hamda Al Kabisi will be racing Ooh. under their livery. Um, and she, I believe, has also joined the Red Bull Junior Driver Academy. Oh, love that. That's awesome. Exciting. Um, again, we'll do a full video on who the F1 Academy drivers are, who they race under, all of that type of thing, as we get the the full grid, which we are getting much closer to. We're, we're only getting, yeah, we're getting pretty close. Yeah. Um, so now down to the three <sighs> big stories. So big, big news over the last couple of weeks, particularly in the last week, there's been a lot of major, major stories coming out. Uh, I will kick it off with actually the most recent one, which is that it has been released by several motorsport publications that Christian Horner, Red Bull team principal, is under investigation for inappropriate conduct. Um, we don't know what that entails. We do know that the investigation is being done by Red Bull and not Red Bull Racing, um, via, it sounds like, a outside legal entity. Um, it's also being speculated and reported that he has been advised to resign and has refused that. So it sounds like a little bit later this week, we'll be getting a little bit more information on that investigation as that wraps up. Really, from our side, uh, we support the victim in this situation. We hope that they have all of the support and protection that they need. These situations can be really, really scary. Um, and, you know, we're not going to speculate. It's a really sensitive situation and hopefully things turn out and are, and are handled properly. Um, but yeah, that is what is a buzz currently which is just the next thing on this crazy week and a half that we've had. I don't know if you want to add anything there, Jack, or if you, we want to leave it there. Um, not really. I think you summed it up perfectly. Jamie and I, before hopping on this podcast, kind of set, uh, spoke about what we wanted to say about it, and she summed it up perfectly that we you know, support the victim or victims. Who, we As of right now, there was only one report, but who knows um, what might come out in the investigation. Um, and yeah, just 
we'll report on what we find. What comes out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing it. Uh, we're not searching ourselves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we are. While we do love a a, a dirty air, a rumor, um, this is not something that we feel is is appropriate to speculate on. Um, so we'll leave this to the investigation, investigation, the people that are are running that, and um, yeah, we'll leave that to them. the professionals. Right. We'll trust that. I do like that. Really, Red Bull is handling it not Red Bull racing themselves. Um, I think that that, I don't know, that, that gives me a little bit more confidence in it. I don't know why. Yeah. And, and we'll see, um, you know, we hope. Uh, yeah. I, I really, the, the, the biggest thing through all of this is um, we just hope that the victim's being taken care of um, and protected. Yeah. Protected is the big thing, yeah. especially with it being so public. So exactly yeah um on to lighter but still not happy news um last week it came out that the andretti cadillac bid to join the formula on grid in 2025 or 2026 has been rejected uh with an option to possibly join in 2028 as you know, if you've listened to, I think we bring them up every episode. Um, we are really not happy about this. We are very, very pro Andretti. We love the Andrettis. Yep. Um, we did a whole episode about the Andrettis, the Andretti family, their legacy, what their name means to motorsport, both in America and worldwide, which is why when I read that they felt that the brand wouldn't add anything to Formula One, I screamed <laughs> loud. I like, what are you, what are you talking about? I, I honestly, it really makes me sad and upset. Obviously, if you are watching us, you could see we're in our morning clothes. Um, we are both in black. We are in mourning. Um, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think that it, I, I don't think that it has anything to do with about how competitive they would be. I think they would be incredibly competitive. I think it's the brand itself is not as luxury as they want it to be. And I think but they're the being stuck thing up. is like once so the brand being Andretti is an absolutely well-known name in motorsport. I will caveat that and I will give it to them that maybe it's not a well-known name worldwide i feel like it kind of is even yeah. before getting into motorsport i recognize the andretti name um but if you're going to talk luxury and if you're going to talk adding to formula one cadillac yeah that's true that is luxury and they're trying to they you know the whole focus for like liberty media is the american market you know, I was they, just about to say that because you know they were the, all that stuff came out that they're trademarking Chicago for yeah. an, another American race. That is not the way to get an American market, obviously. Well, it's yeah. I mean, you want to add American fans, maybe don't alienate one of the biggest brands in American racing. Yeah, give us like in a real American team. I know Haas is supposed to be the American team, but they do not lean into it at all. 
Andretti wants to. They want to be, they want to have an American driver, right? Like that's, I think, what would get people excited rather than another race that no one's going to be able to afford to go to. Yeah. Like the, at this point, like regardless of whatever it is, I mean, the, the Chicago NASCAR race was pretty cool. Um, so I'm guessing that's sort of where this idea of having a, sh- a race in Chicago came from. Um, we don't need more street circuits. No. On the calendar. That's for sure. And if it's going to be at the cost of losing a more classic track, that's definitely not the thing that we should be doing. Especially like it's it regardless of how many races you add in the U.S., if the tickets are thousands of dollars, that's not going to be the way to get more people interested. I saw some I saw something on um, I think it was on Instagram where they were doing the graphic of cost comparison of tickets at each race and all of the u.s races are in the top five most expensive it just it i just am not i'm not into it and all the drivers i think it was george and even maybe fernando but that i'm not super confident in where they said we the amount of races that are already on the calendar that you're adding to is too much for our bodies for the people on our teams is too much yeah it's it's cheaper for a lot of american f1 fans to actually go to europe or to another country and go to the race there than it is for us to travel within america and go to a race here i mean it's cheaper for jack and i both live on the east coast it's cheaper for us to go to a european race than it is to go to any of the u.s ones yeah like Adding more races and just throwing more street circuits at us in cities is not going to make a a huge difference. Honestly, like, I feel like hearing from the locals about the Vegas race, they, like, hated it. They hated it. Um, I was in Vegas two weeks ago. um, Talked to every Uber driver that would be willing to have a chat. They all hated it. They all live in Vegas. Um, and they were also all pissed off because they're like, we we had that. And then when everything finally came down, they've started putting everything up for the Super Bowl. So they were like, this is, Vegas is busy. Vegas is they're busy. busy. They are busy. Booked and busy. Yeah. Um, like I, I just I feel know. that Liberty Media is going about this all wrong. And if you're trying to grow your U.S. fan base, why not? start with the already very strong fan base of like motorsport fan base in the U S and connect with them by, you know, you have Haas, Haas has a presence in NASCAR. Andretti is a huge legendary name in IndyCar also in formula one. Yeah. I could go on and on and on. I was really shocked. I really, I don't know if it was delusional positivity. I really, truly believed that they were going to be on the grid. I really, really did. I I I wanted it so badly that I was like. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is too. I had basically just convinced myself that I was like mentally willing it to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, all of the team principals coming out and being like, no, we can't have an 11th team on the grid. 
it's too much like pressure or whatever. It dilutes the prize money. And I was like, but if I just want it really bad, then um, the other crazy thing that really makes me like extra mad is like the whole can't have an 11 team on the grid too much for the infrastructure as if they didn't have the whole fake 11th team at several races. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt's team. Yeah, it was a dry run for you guys. You were allowed to you you could have an 11th team and a whole film crew there. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. The Brad Pitt movie. Yeah. I and okay. I will be watching the Brad Pitt movie. I'm not mad about the Brad Pitt yeah. movie. I'm mad about th- them using eleven team is too much, and then when it's convenient, they let the eleven team on the fake eleven team. I saw someone on TikTok. I'll see if I can find it, and then we'll repost it to our socials. They were talking about doing. They're like pitching for twelve teams. And they made really good points. I just can't remember any of them. But if I if I find it, I'll post it on our socials. I yeah. might be wrong. Uh, it might have been Danny. Was it Danny? It might have been. I feel like I've seen that. A part of me thought it was James. But it might have been Danny. I don't know. It was someone. Shout out I Danny. I think I've seen that. Shout out James. What's up? Yeah. Well, that was um, – Danny also commented – when I posted that we wouldn't be having an episode last week and he was like, yeah, you didn't miss anything. Yeah. And that was following the um, last thing that we will discuss today. So exhausting. (laughs) As if this hasn't been enough. Um, Rumors began swirling Wednesday night. So just under a week ago. Um that Lewis Hamilton would be announcing that he is moving to Ferrari. And I can just walk you through, if you'd like, the way that I discovered this. Oh, it's true, by the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not not Uh, a rumor. Lewis Hamilton is moving to Ferrari in 2025. Crazy. Um, How this happened for me was Wednesday night, um, I, we were not going to be able to do an episode. I posted that, that we were not being going to be doing an episode. Then, of course, like any other person, I scrolled on TikTok for like five hours. So while I was scrolling, I kept seeing all of these TikToks being like Lewis to Ferrari, question mark, question mark. But there's always TikTok saying Lewis to Ferrari, question mark, yeah. question mark. So I really didn't think anything of it. And then I was sort of thinking about um, Will Buxton tweeted earlier that day that it's possible there's more news coming out. And if it's what he thinks it is, it's huge. Because he, say, he was saying more news, meaning the news about Andretti had just come out. And he was saying there's more news coming. And I was like, it's not going to be Lewis to Ferrari. Every year there's rumors about Lewis to Ferrari. It's not Lewis to Ferrari. I go to sleep. I wake up Thursday morning. I open my phone. Of course, I open TikTok first. <laughs> first TikTok is Terry, F1 Coffee Corner, and he says, it is confirmed Lewis is going to Ferrari. And if you know F1 Coffee Corner, Terry, he does not like, he does not get involved in the dirty air of things at all. No. He, he posts things when he knows. So I was like, am I awake? Like, am I still dreaming? Then throughout the day, it was just like becoming more and more official, like Sky Sports reported it. 
even then, CNN, I found out from CNN, C- yeah, CNN, it's on the news. And even then I was like, well, no, Lewis hasn't said anything. So, I don't know. and then the official F1 Instagram account was like, he's going to Ferrari. And I was like, I still can't believe this. Like, I still can't believe it. And, and so I had probably like a day or two of like really just being like, what? Lewis obviously has has been with Mercedes for over 10 years. He left McLaren in, I think, 09. Oh, I He won his first championship. He, so he started his Formula 1 career with McLaren, yeah. won a championship in 2008, and I think he stayed for another year, but I could be wrong about that. Um, and then joined Mercedes and has been with Mercedes ever since. And it sort of was just assumed that he'd finish his career with Mercedes. Um, what this tells, yeah, <laughs> what this tells me is is one. My first initial reaction was it sounds like they have not found a direction that is competitive for this car. It, you know, they're still. It seems like being like it seems like it's a mystery to them why their car isn't super fast it makes me sad because i really again it could have been the delusion of positivity uh the fact that like they brought james allison back i was like oh we're we're fine yeah we're good we're locked in (laughs) yeah i i i don't know what's going on it seems like you know maybe it's just this new era of regulations is really just for some reason not not working but yeah, it does not sound, I, I don't think that Lewis would be leaving if he was confident in the direction that they were going in. Um, it Also, as, as we kind of look back at things, things start to make a little bit more sense with this transition, at least to me. Um, you remember how long it took them to announce Lewis's contract extension this year? Yeah. Where Toto started... But I thought they had said, like, oh, this has been locked in since months earlier, but they announced it later. Toto started the season saying it would just be a cup of coffee with Lewis to extend the contract. Mm. However, they gave Lewis a one-year contract. So he's not actually breaking any sort of contract. It was a one plus one, meaning one year and then he could opt into another year he's chosen the release clause of that which will allow him to then join ferrari in 2025 he also wanted a mercedes ambassador role which they did not give him ferrari gave him an ambassador role Mm. in his contract in his new one Mm mm-hmm and he they gave him ferrari gave him a multi-year contract and the rumor is he's making a hundred million dollars Now I want to know more information about Charles' contract extension. I think, well, it sounds like both of them are on a multi-year. I would be pretty surprised if Fred didn't at least try his hardest to lock them both down through like twenty through the end of 2026. But yeah. Uh, Lewis is a multi-year contract, so it's at least through 2026 because he's starting in 2025. Um. And then you, yeah, things just start to make sense. Like why, 
I felt like the both the Oscar and Lando, especially the Lando contract extension, came pretty much out of nowhere. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, extending your contract with the team you're already with, it doesn't really have to be like a big news story, but it was kind of out of nowhere, like middle of the offseason. And yeah. it's like, oh, Zach Brown probably heard through the grapevine that this was happening and was like, I'm locking him down so that he doesn't get taken by Mercedes. Hmm. Because I, th- yeah, that would be probably one of their first choices, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Zach Brown, he always knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, I've talked about this with a few people. So let me know your thoughts. Do you think this is the start of him retiring, Lewis? He will definitely, I don't want to speak in absolutes. I'm always wrong. Um, I think he'll retire with Ferrari, but I don't honestly think he's retiring anytime soon. Okay. I feel like it, I could see him racing another five years. Okay. I could handle that. Yeah. I, I mean, he seems to be like healthy and in good shape. We'll see how I'm very curious to see how his transition to Ferrari goes. You know, it's a brand new team. He's been with Mercedes for so long and it's rumored that he's been like basically allowed to bring over whoever he wants. So we'll see who also comes with him. Maybe that will Bono's, help transition. Bono's going with him. Which like, that'll be a huge help, right? Um, there are also rumors that Mr. Adrian Newey's contract is up with Red Bull at the end of 2024. And there are rumors that Adrian Newey may be going to Ferrari as well. And Adrian Newey has said before, like a lot of people, that Ferrari is the dream. So, so, so what I'm telling you is there is a possibility that we have a Charles Leclerc Lewis Hamilton combo in an Adrian Newey car. That's crazy. I didn't hear that. Rumor. So who knows? Wow. That would be sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would be remiss to not address the Carlos of it all. Mm, yeah. This is a really interesting case study, I think, of like team fan versus driver fan, because I consider myself like a Carlos Sainz Ferrari fan, right? Like Carlos is my favorite driver on the whole F1 grid. He has been since I became a fan. He was not at Red Bull when I became Red Bull. My God. We're still on. We're still on. I'm still an Adrian Newey. Um, He was not at Ferrari when he became my favorite driver. And Ferrari, I've always liked. But then when that jointness happened, I was like, all right, this is perfect. But this has been quite conflicting for me because my favorite driver is now leaving my favorite team. But Lewis Hamilton is replacing him. Yeah, that's pretty dope. So, like, 
Yeah, my favorite driver is leaving my favorite team, but my favorite team is also getting Lewis Hamilton. So it's a real yeah. a real challenge for me. I also will say, I know there's been rumors about Carlos and Audi for a really long time. I think it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see what he does for 2025. That was what I was just about to ask you. What do you, any ideas, any thoughts? My guess is that he will go to Sauber early like you like yeah. do like a year with them yeah that's my guess as i would assume they'll start to kind of transition i mean they already have andrea seidel in who will be running the audi team um who is former mclaren team principal so he has worked with carlos before mm-hmm. um so that that's my assumption he'll just go there early but i don't know i mean he it's possible he signs a one-year contract somewhere else but that doesn't really seem logical yeah it doesn't really make much sense i was seeing the same thing that he would just go one year early be at stake sauber because i don't really think i i can't imagine a team would want to sign him for just one year knowing that he's going to go there yeah. Or just hoping that he'll like it enough that he'll stay or something. It it did, yeah. I just don't think that would work. Um Yeah, I think the other big question is who do you think is going to Mercedes? Do you think they're going to pull up a, a complete rookie? Do you there think there have they're... been speculations about Kimi Antonelli? Okay. Which we will Kimi Antonelli is really I mean he's not so much of an unknown he's no he's come up through the ranks and has been incredibly fast and virtually unbeatable this is his rookie year in F2 they did do a test with all of the F2 drivers they were I believe in F3 cars though and the they haven't released the official timings but people that were there said that Kimi was seconds faster than everybody else wow okay so do they, I mean, Toto said it's an opportunity to do something bold. So do they say Kimi Antonelli crushes it, wins F2? Do they sign 17-year-old Kimi Antonelli? Be wild. babies? Yeah. I mean, I am for sure here for that timeline. I think that would be crazy. That's, that is, I mean, and he has been compared to Max Verstappen. So like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think... Also a possibility that has been brought up, but as I'm saying that, no, is Alex Albon. But I yeah, because that was our 25. Oh, is he? I'll look it up. Um, that was our immediate, like, does that mean, because like, uh, we were texting back and forth and we were like, does that mean Alex is going up? Because in, in our mind, it's a feeder team. Um, it says Alex Albon is under contract for 2025 for Williams. Yeah. So he'll stay. And I, I kind of like that. I feel, I believe in James Vowles and I believe in the yeah. project. So I like the idea of him staying there. Um, yeah. I mean, 
I the the tweets were hilarious with the quote of Toto saying it could be an opportunity to do something bold. Everyone was like, "Welcome back, Nico Rosberg. Welcome back." Honestly, to that would be sick. Yeah, get Kimmy back in here. Um, uh, we were talking about it in our family group chat. Our dad had proposed maybe a Checo in a Mercedes, which is like, why did he say? I don't hate it though. I don't hate it. I, I don't think I, that's gonna happen. But I, I don't – I think that it, they just have such the right combination. Like them – I think Mercedes has like the right combination of team members, McLaren and Williams with like this older – a little bit older driver has been in F1 for a little bit longer or a lot longer um, in certain cases. And they have this – one that they're kind of showing the ropes to and taking them under their wing where like you look at a teams like Red Bull who would take rookies very quickly and put them in that Red Bull seat and they just like kind of crash and burn um, because the stress is just, it's, I, I think it's not a great place <laughs> to work. We've talked about this with the turnover. It seems like a toxic workplace. Um, so it's just like, I just think that that combination, maybe I'm just hoping for that combination still for Mercedes and not a competitive people hate each other because they're neck and neck. Maybe that's just what I don't, I want everyone to love each other. (laughs) And so that's the right combination. So, and you think that Checo would be showing George the ropes? I think Checo... Has like think, let me rephrase. Do you think okay. George still needs to be shown the ropes? I still think there's a lot that George needs to learn. I I do, even I do though think. he started the same year as Lando and Alex. Yeah, I I oh yeah, <laughs> I think I mean I they all have, including Lando and Alex have things to learn. I think they're they're teaching different things like like George being the mentee instead of the mentor in the situation, like he's learning. He's also learning right now from one of the greatest to ever do the sport. And so for, I guess for Checo to step in, I would wonder what Checo could teach him. <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, I, 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 I still don't like agree the, with that. <laughs> I do really like the, the team partnership of a mentor mentee relationship rather than a alpine where they're at the same level a ferrari they're at the same level they won't say who's wanted to it just is gets i think it just gets confusing i mean you bring in kim kimmy antonelli and george russell is the mentor the mentor I think that does bring up, say, Kimi Antonelli does do really well and they do something bold and they bring him up. It does pose a really, really interesting question for George Russell. Because for ever since George really came into Formula One and has been tied to Mercedes, it's always sort of been like, oh, Lewis will retire, then it will be George. Yeah. But if they have this like young rock star coming yeah. in, what does that mean for George? I mean, I think it's also similar to the Lando and Oscar of it all, too. 
Oscar is an incredible talent. He's won a, a race, that's in quotes, because it was a sprint race, but he's won a race. Lando still has not. So there is questions there, too, of what's going to happen there as well. So yeah. it would it would be an interesting dynamic, though, of it's supposed to go to this mentor-mentee. If I say it one more time, people are going to start turning off the podcast, but <laughs> supposed to be right, this mentor-mentee relationship, but it it could completely backfire and and not be. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still just so much up in the air for 2025. There are still so many contracts that need to be decided. I mean, there is also a world where Logan Sargent, I believe only has a one-year contract. Yeah, he does. Does he not fulfill what they need from him and they don't re-sign him and then Kimmy Antonelli goes to Williams? Yeah. I that would make more sense to me. I, I would love to know the last time Mercedes like signed a rookie. Oh, it had to have been. I don't think ever. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, they. I mean, they started out with Michael Schumacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I think it was, yeah. I think it's like they had Michael Schumacher, Nico Rosberg, Lewis, Valtteri. I think if they want to do something really crazy, my vote would be to bring back Nico Rosberg. I would love that. Anybody if, they want to bring back. That was they like. I want to do that, then I don't know. My fellow like undying Seb supporter friends were like, mm. you know, immediately they were like, well, what if Sebastian comes back? That would be you sick. Know? I mean, Sebastian has never ruled out coming back. But he also love, hasn't said that love, he love wants to be back. back. Yeah, I also don't – I think if he were to come back, I don't think it would be to, like, race in Lewis's old seat at a struggling Mercedes. That doesn't seem like what would bring him back. I would love to see Alex up there. Both of us are big Alex fans. Love Alex. I would love to see him in a really competitive car. He's done amazing things with the Williams last year where, you know, where that entire team was. Like, I'm excited to see what he does at Williams – this upcoming season. And then, yeah, I guess I, I would suspect that Toto's looking at, at Alex quite a bit. There was a rumor that Alex, that Red Bull had offered Alex a seat after Checo was over and Alex said, heck no, leave me alone. That rumor, I was like, he cannot. There's, I, I was like, there's no way that one's real. And I was like, I'm very fragile right now after Lewis news, but there's, I don't think there's a world where he goes back to Red Bull. I think that the, that rumor specifically of him saying no could be true. I don't know Absolutely. if they would have. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's possible they offered him a seat again, but I think that would, I'd find that kind of surprising. I mean, they had him under, like they had him in the Red Bull world and then chose to not give him a formula one seat. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many questions of what happens and what the grid, the grid looks obviously the same now as it did at the start of 2023, with the exception of Nick DeVries. We will not have that same situation next year. I think the question really is how many rookies are coming in. That would be, yeah. Y- yeah, that is true. We, which I very much love. 
as we know, I'm not a huge fan of change. Um, so I love having the same grid that we ended the season with last year. I love it. Um, I love the idea of some, some new stuff happening. I, there are so, so many qualified and deserving drivers that are both in F2 now or have kind of graduated from F2 after winning. And there are drivers in other series that are really deserving. Liam Lawson, huge one there. Yeah. So I love the idea of getting some new people in. And it's just really, obviously, like we wouldn't, I would not be expecting to talk about this right now, but things are moving very quickly. So I would not be shocked if we got more news far before the summer break, which is typically silly season. Yeah, I think there will maybe be a last few happening, but I would not be shocked at all if we got contract extensions or team announcements or things like that happening in this first half of the season. This whole season is going to be silly season. It's going to be wild, which, you know, we'll have some entertainment while Max is beating everybody by 30 seconds. We don't know that yet. Don't put that out there. I think we do. Or maybe we put, it, we put it out there because we've shown that once we put things out there, they don't happen. So new curses episode. It's all around us. <laughs> yeah. I do think I'm cursed. Every every one of my favorite drivers ends up unemployed or I don't know. I think And it transcends series because Alex Palau, while employed and did win the championship, being sued for $20 million. So I think I'm the bad luck charm. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, obviously lots and lots of news. We will keep you updated on stories that are not yet completed. We will keep you updated on car launches, but we have lots and lots of stuff to look forward to. Um, Obviously racing is starting up very soon in the next few weeks. We have testing in a couple weeks. We have the next season of Drive to Survive coming out. End of February. Big, big stuff all around. So we will keep you updated on anything that any more news that happens, but we'll talk to you next week. I hope you have a lovely week. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye.